Welcome. Welcome, Jason. Welcome, Roz. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome. So lovely to be here with you again this morning. <laughs> surprised to find you here. I'm surprised to find you here because it's six months until holy matrimony. I know. The big wedding. The, the, <laughs> the wedding. countdown begins. The final countdown. I feel like we've been counting down since the day we got engaged. You kind of. You have. You can't wait. You're like, when can we go and get those wedding ring tattoos? Let's go today. It's because I love you. I know. I'm having cold feet. No, <laughs> you're not. No, my feet are just cold. It's cold. <laughs> the AC is on. But yeah, six months from today. It's I know. a big day. It's very exciting. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> That's what day it is. I know. It's... May the force be with you. Right. But For you... the rest of your life. Because <laughs> after D-Day, there's no turning back. You are a force. You're a force to be reckoned with. But you do but understand the fourth is a play on words. I get that, yeah. That's... Are you sure? I've seen enough Instagram posts to realize. Did you see a, ours? It's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I liked ours. Yeah. You liked it? Like you actually double tapped it or you liked it? You enjoyed it? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, did you like Star Wars growing up? Did you have it in England? Uh, did Star Wars get to England? Yeah, of course it did, but you know what? Do I, they have subtitle stuff? Are you going to let me answer your previous question? Answer my follow-up question first. <laughs> so your follow-up question was... <laughs> do they subtitle? Do they... You have subtitles, yes. Why? But you don't need to subtitle English. No, you fool. Well, I'm just saying, for me, when I watch... We've discussed this, but... When I watch when I watch English shows, meaning like English, with English accents, correct, like The Office, right? I don't the English Office. The English Office. It it takes me longer to compute, basically. Yeah, I, I don't enjoy you. it. I get you. We love The Office. What's that one? Peaky Blinders. I think it's set in Birmingham. Birmingham. See, I don't even sound English anymore. Somebody posted that on one of our Instagram. So, uh, because I have to change my voice so that I'm understood in this country. <laughs> I like your accent, but I don't enjoy it on movies or TV. It just takes me too long to, to digest it, if you will. I get you. But no, we don't need subtitles. I think we're exposed to enough American programming that um, we, we're also very high, uh, highly intelligent species. <laughs> the English or the human being? English people. Right. We understand your vision of our language. <laughs> Back to Star Wars. Back to Star Wars. I was never a real science geek in the terms of... Just a regular geek? No, but you know those kind of sci-fi films and programs? Like Star Wars, Star yeah, Trek. Star Trek, all that. I was never really into that kind of stuff. But you like Game of Thrones. That's very different to being... In outer space. I agree. I don't like fantasy. Yeah, I think it was the fantasy element that's just, you know, crazy fantasy. But I like Star Wars. Right. I think Star Wars is a love story. And it also is, you know, there's a lot of analogies. And, you know, for some reason I really enjoy Star Wars, but I don't like Star Trek. I don't like right. all that sci-fi fantasy stuff. Never... But I also don't enjoy the Game of Thrones type shows either, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, see... Do you like Lord of the Rings? I do, 
But typically that's the kind of thing that I wouldn't really like. And I can't say I've watched all of them because, I mean, I'm just terrible at sitting down for that long. Yeah, we and, have to watch shows that are <laughs> My attention span for TV is not long. I don't have – I have to be really into it and enjoying it to want to sit down and watch something for two and a half hours or be in a dark cinema. Haven't you noticed, though, that's really changed since we were kids. I mean, when I was a kid, every night we'd, we'd, my parents and I would you know, go to the couch and watch one to three sitcoms. Yeah. But you wouldn't be multitasking. You would literally just be all in. And now with computers and phone, I mean, when we watch an episode of Seinfeld, you know, if we're not eating dinner or something, we're doing work, we're on our phone. Yeah. That goes for everything in life. Yeah. Isn't that, I mean, I, I used to tell people, like, I would leave my house, hop in a car with no other distractions other than a cassette. You know, like you'd have to be there alone with your thoughts, <laughs> depending on where you're going, right? For hours. That's it's crazy these days. I know these crazy kids. So, what's your favorite Star Wars? So, anyway, going back to Star Wars, I think maybe it was because it's funny. Actually, my mom is into the kind of Star Trek thing, but our household did not really watch things like Star Wars and whatnot. So, I think because of that, I have never really I. I couldn't answer that question for you. Have you seen them all? I, no. Oh, I thought you've seen them. No. I've like half watched one maybe. Like I oh, really... Oh, well we have to... Let's stop this podcast. And <laughs> we need to there's have a, now, a Star Wars there's like marathon. Seven, seven movies. There's an additional extra one. I think that's one, partly eight. why I haven't gotten into them because now there's so many. I'm like, oh my God, I have to sit down. We'll and have to see. I don't think they're on Netflix though. But I do need to... I, I feel like I'm missing out, and I need to be a part of society. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think you're missing out. I mean, you will survive. But I mean, yeah. But, but every year when May Fourth comes around, I don't have a conversation piece. Everyone will be standing around talking about Star Wars, and I'll just be over there on my own. First of all, you're you're not going to interact with any other human being today besides me. So <laughs> this will be the extent. We should watch one though tonight. Okay. We should watch the original. So. Well, there's two, there's two thoughts now, because if you're not, let me fill you in on something. And then I want to, um, I was going to say, you know, marrying a Jewish person, you realize every year on Christmas, we're going to have to see the new Star Wars. Why? I don't understand this tradition. What, why is that It's just what Jewish thing? people, because, you know, you guys or any non-Jews or whatever, people that celebrate Christmas are doing their Christmas thing. Oh, right. So right? yours is like a very so, non-Christmas thing. Right, the only things that were open in the past, you know, probably in decades past, the 60s, Cinema. 70s, 80s, were movies and Chinese food. Ah. So every year... The penny has just dropped. Now I get your family. Is that an expression? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> it, it so happens that now with the purchase of Star Wars by Disney or whatever happened, that they're, they seem to be releasing a new... Star Wars movie around Christmas every year. Okay. So the last two years I've gone solo. You know, one year we weren't together, and then this past year you and came visiting your family with my parents, and we do Chinese food after. Gotcha. So this year, you know, depending on what's going on. Star Wars. And Star Chinese Wars food. and Chinese food, exactly. Sounds. But the whole point is, there's this, the Star Wars saga, mm. if you will. I'm gonna give a little knowledge. Okay. To the listeners, if they're not familiar with Star Wars. The first one that came out, I think it was like 76, was called A New Hope. 
but ultimately it became episode four. Episode four. Episode or movie four? Well, no, they called it episode. Okay. So episode four, then episode five was Empire Strikes Back, Empire Six was Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. So you had this trilogy of movies, but in reality it took place in the middle of three trilogies. So then in the, in the <laughs> 90s or 2000s, they released episode 1, 2, and 3. All right. So they were actually prior to episode 4, 5, 6 chronologically. Right. Now, last year, two years ago, they released episode 7. Okay. So now we've got the sequels. Right. So they're coming out beyond that. And then they also released a... Uh, now they're also... Because Disney bought it, so they're releasing more and more just... Uh, movies about the characters and that kind of stuff. So there was one that came cool. out last year called Rogue One that kind of was like in between some of these. Hmm. So you can like... Really filling in the gaps. And yeah, you can... Making the most out of this. <laughs> exactly. But there are people that can geek out for, I mean, lifetimes. Well, aren't there those conventions? Oh, yeah. There's like Comic-Con type things, I'm sure. But if you go to... I mean, the, the bookstores don't exist as much anymore, but if you Bookstore, should... Bookstore? What's that? Yeah, <laughs> But, I mean, you could see, like, thousands of books, people writing books on all this. So, anyway, we'll start, I think we start with the original, A New Hope, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Darth Vader, and we go from there. Sounds good to me, babe. Just make sure we got a pint of ice cream on hand. At least a pint of ice cream. <laughs> let, let me, uh, let's change gears a little bit. Let's give a shout out. I know. You were just telling me the other day that we have... One of our listeners is a big fan. We have our first super fan. Our first super fan. <laughs> Shout out to Haley. From CrossFit Estero. Yeah. You know, I've known her for, I've probably known her a year or so now. But uh, we coach together at CrossFit Estero. And, and she has awesome pink hair right now. Loving her look. And she's getting mm -hmm. lean and mean. Yeah. She got her abs poking out. She's always been, you know, strong, fit, muscular, but she's, you know, maybe dropped a couple pounds and all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Abs showing. And uh, she smashed a two rep max back squat, 240 pounds, I think, the other day. Killing it. Yeah. Killing it. Great okay. girl. We want to give a shout out to Haley. So What's up, Haley? Hopefully you're listening to this. We love you. <laughs> and we, our other big announcement is tomorrow's the first stop on the tour. I know. We're going across it to Miami. The show is on the road. We, it's official. So we'll, we'll hit the road. I mean, we'll Let's be back. Mayo. We'll drink some tequila. Are we bringing... <laughs> do we have any tequila? Um, My mom probably yeah. does. So we'll grab some tequila, some Patron, some have tacos. Some, some Mexican food. And, um, and drop some knowledge at CrossFit to Miami. Absolutely. It's going to be a blast. I've been there quite a few times. They have a classroom set up that we'll be able to use and it's going to be a fun fun time mm -hmm. let's talk about what went down this week cool well we can review we can review you started off kick it off with our facebook live on monday and our big announcement my workout guide is out there well our workout guide but yours mm, yeah mine i mean <laughs> you you did you know people might see these products and think oh cool they put something out and not quite understand the time, effort, and energy that went into it. Other than creating the workouts and hitting them to test them to make sure yeah. no one would die. <laughs> you... I got pretty close on uh, whatever day it was. It was I pulled in Wednesday, coming home from jujitsu. Oh my gosh. I thought you were dead. I was like, oh. <laughs> well, it's getting pretty hot out there now, too. So working out in the garage is getting 
pretty steamy. You did one of the workouts. We won't say which one, but you well, accumulated a hundred. I can tell you what it's called. What's it called? It's called Puff Puff the Magic Dragon, and I'll tell you what, I was definitely huffing and puffing. You got 185 burpees. I did. Yeah. So the score on that one, you know, every workout that you created has a score associated with it. Yeah. They're all named after some sort of donut concoction. Do- donut inspired, yeah. And. You know, your score on that one was 185 burpees. Yeah. And I will go as far as saying no one will ever beat that. Really? Ooh, we should have a little wager. I can't. I mean, I know the workout, and we don't want to just give away all the workouts, but if you own a copy of Roz's Beachbody Workout Guide, and you hit Puff Puff, (laughs) what's it called? It's it's actually day one in the the guide. It's the first workout. It's called Puff Puff the Magic Dragon. And you beat 185 burpees. What do we do? We will give them something. Okay, we'll give you something. We'll Just figure reach it out. out. Yeah, reach out. But no one will do that. You would have to be a CrossFit Games-level athlete. <laughs> Shut it. No, that's a really good score. I'm not I'm not joking. Like, Average. I, I think I can hit, like, for me to hit 200, because I know what you'd have to hit on that, Like that would be like max effort. Mm-hmm. Well, it was. That was the idea. Right, I'm just... I think to hit 200, you almost have to game it a little bit. Like, you I, can't, you know, yeah. you can't go a little crazy in the beginning. Well, it's pretty much what I did. <laughs> I went a little crazy in the right, beginning. Right, so you'd have to almost pull back Heated a little bit. Heat it up a teeny right. bit. Like, I held off a little and then went hard again. Hard Not to mention, to paint. you were doing it in, like, 100 degree, 100% mm-hmm. humidity weather. Yeah, I mean, just imagine if I'd been in the AC. So check that out. Roz's Beachbody Ready. Beachbody Ready. It's on the site. You can go and download a copy right this second. And if you beat her score on workout one, we will we'll give them, like, I'm not talking like, oh, we'll give you, like, a high five, like, something legit. <laughs> we'll give you something. Something legit, yeah. Cool. Awesome. And then what else? We, uh, oh, we had a cool transformation Tuesday. This past week? Yeah. Charles, who's relatively new. With, He's uh, about two months in it. He actually... Also goes to Cross and Estero. Oh, he does? Cool. Yeah. He, um, I've only met him maybe once or twice, and I remember the first time I met him, he, um, I showed up, and he had, he was like your typical newbie at CrossFit, but like successful in life and had anything you can own. I love those complete newbies to CrossFit. But like, I'm all in, They're and like I bought like, right, yeah. I'm going to buy weightlifting shoes and a belt and wraps <laughs> and a headband and knee sleeves. And I was like, man, like I had never met him. And I said, have you been doing CrossFit a long time? He, had, he was like, he was like two weeks or something. You got, you were in. You were all in. Committed. I like it. But I like your style, Charles. I hadn't seen him much after that, and you know, like anyone else, kind of communicate virtually, and yeah. he got involved in our flexible eating program, and he sent me a picture and like I tell people if you're going to send me a picture be ready to be yeah. blasted put on full blast and he's absolutely crushing he's so funny with you know really accepting and embracing the own your eating lifestyle because he's just eating what he loves he's enjoying it. he's got an amazing daughter I think that's super talented like you know he's a family man he goes out dancing with his wife goes to his daughter's you know, high school plays, and she's an incredible singer. Check her out. If you, you know, check him out, I'm sure she isn't hard to find. But he is just crushing him. We're looking at his picture now. What? 2.30 to 2.17. But, you know, like like anything, I don't think those numbers represent the true transformation because 
his body has morphed. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had, I don't know how to put this lightly, or, or politically correct. Instead of a beer belly? So what you going to say? I was going to say man boobs. Oh. Is man boobs okay to say? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, look, I mean, you can see in that For picture, sure. we're on Tuesday's uh, blog post, you know, his... He's getting, like, actual pictorial yeah, like definition his, his lifted. He's got a little bit of a two-pack coming in. I mean, if he shaved that chest down, you would really see something. <laughs> That's what he wrote you to me. Pop. He was like, how come I, I'm getting out so my hair's not falling out like yours? Like, hey, I'm naturally hairless, my man. Well, Charles, we think you're looking great. Have you had a zebra cake? Uh, no, I was just about to ask, what is a zebra cake? You know, they, they're kind of like, I want to say hostess or de- like little Debbie's. And you would get them in a two-pack back in like the day at a I'm guessing they're store. black and white. Yeah, they're like... I want to say like hexagon, like six sided. All right. And they're like cakey inside. Hmm. They're good. Sound good. They're good. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, there's sugar in them, right? So I'm probably, probably gonna like them. <laughs> and I think Charles is gonna very shortly be, you know, at two o five or so, and ready to reverse diet. So and hitting some awesome PRs at the box, no doubt. He is. I know he got some a shout out from um, one of the coaches. I'm in their private group, and I saw that he's just absolutely crushing it. So keep it up, Charles. Good, good job, Charles. Keep it up, Charles. And then, we, you know, every Tuesday we're going to have new transformations. Yeah, so we got, yeah. uh, I'm really excited about next week. I know. I don't want to talk too much about it because we'll talk about it next week. But yeah. I think I'll let you explain. I think it's a really amazing transformation because yeah. it's different. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't want to give too much away because uh, I don't want to detract from the post when we put it out there next week. But... Um, I'm excited and I'm super proud of the, the progress and transformation this girl's made. She looks, Give her a shout out. She looks phenomenal. Stacy Dolphy, you're my girl. She's in PA? Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think, I mean, the big transformation that people will see is it's not always about losing weight. Totally, yeah. She's, she's put on weight, she's PRing her face off at the gym and... Changing her relationship with food. Totally, and um... And just being all around happy and healthy, and it's so good to see that. So I'm excited to share her story. That's your girl. Week. You did a great job with that. So <laughs> she's doing awesome. Cool. That's it. Yeah, I don't want to give give anything away. You know, like yeah, I, I, I want to put her story out there next week, and we'll talk about her. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk more about her story next week. It'll be good to talk about her next week because I know we're also going to dive into some addiction topics. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we're going to be talking with um, Steve Ass, right? One of our I think so. I think that's friends. the plan, yeah, you know, who claims to be addicted to sugar. <laughs> Why and do you say claims to be? Because I think it's easy to attribute anything in your life to throwing your hands up and saying, ah, I'm addicted. And now I'm not downplaying it. Maybe she is, and I believe some people can and are addicted to sugar, mm-hmm. but I'm just not sold yet. I think, I think you can definitely have an addiction to sugar based on what little I really know. I, I mean, there's a huge amount of information out there about the, the actual scientific effects of sugar. and You know, I'm still kind of going through a lot of that information, but I do believe that you can have an addiction my thing, and I think maybe this is where you're coming from a little bit, is whether or not you can do something about it. I, I believe there are tools and, and 
and support. And I think flexible eating is a great place to start in helping you manage that addiction. But I think like anything, and we'll definitely talk about this when we talk about addiction, is is just having that awareness in the first place. Like once you know that you have that problem or issue, then okay, you either allow it to remain an issue and to control your life or you do something about it and you control that aspect. I agree. I agree. That's my take on addiction, you know, like Well we'll talk more to her. Yeah. Because I, I think it's easy to say, Oh, I'm addicted, so there's my excuse. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that's exactly what I'm saying. I think, you know, you can allow the addiction to control your life or you can take control of it. Well, let's hear what Seabass has to say. Yeah, I'd love to hear her take on it. And I would say this, if you feel, you know, if you're listening and you think you're addicted or have some insight, we'd love to hear it. Mm -hmm. I think eventually the goal of this podcast is going to be to be live and take phone calls. Mm, So That'd be cool. But for now, you know, shoot us a message, post in the tribe. And let us know what you think about that so we can discuss it with her next week. Because, you know, it's easy to say you're addicted to sugar, and I think it's a good segue into what we're going to discuss about last weekend. Last weekend? Oh, going off track? Yeah. Your confession to the tribe? You know, I wrote about it in the tribe, but... Yeah, I think it's big of you to confess and own up to, hey, we're all flawed. We're not perfect all the time. Like, I definitely have off days, too, where I go over my numbers and or even just go completely off track and obliterate my numbers. And, Which is what I did. And, yeah, and you had one of those days on the weekend. And I think that's typical for most people out there, too, you know. The weekends are when we go off track, especially when you're in that environment, you're you're relaxed, you're out with your buddies, you're having a good time, and you just think, you know what, I just want to let loose. And, and I think you were having one of those moments. I mean, that's what I, I don't, you tell us a little more about it. Well, I think it's always easier to track when you're home. It's, you know, it's, it's yeah, there's no way around down. it. You know, when you're eating out of your refrigerator and pantry, you can scan things, you can search things, you know what you have. Yeah, and I think... I think there's that mindset when you're at home and contrasting with with being out at a restaurant. When you're at home and you're weighing stuff, you know that you're being as accurate as you can be and you're probably, you know, pretty precise. When you're out at a restaurant and you just don't really know, is this three ounces or whatnot, you start guessing and then you think, well, to hell with it. And so um, I'm guessing anyway, almost what's the point? That's the kind of question you ask yourself. Yeah, and I think the more often you ask yourself that, the less successful you're going to be. Exactly. Because, so for example, I travel nearly every weekend, you know, probably three out of four weekends a month. Yeah. I have little to no influence on where I eat on Saturday nights. Yeah, which is stressful in itself. Like, that's very difficult to not be in control of that element at all. And And it's not like... Because you're low man or anything. In fact, I'm I'm not. It's just we don't know like what time we're going to be done with a seminar. We don't know, you know, what the crowds are going to be like. Sometimes we're just in an area we're like, what's around here? Yeah. You know, and that's exactly what happened last week. We were in this like little town near Tampa, mm-hmm. and in fact, we thought we were going to one restaurant that we had been to. Right. And. Ended up going. Go, ended up at a different one that we didn't realize that we were at. That's funny. A similar thing happened last night. 
Yeah, right. To we, me. So, we'll talk about that. So anyway, we're, you know, we show up there and it's like a bar. Mm-hmm. So there, you know, there was a good menu. And I think anytime you go out, like you, I could have made like a simple decision. You did a great job. Give me a salad. Keep the dressing on the side. Put chicken on it. I mean, you can eyeball the chicken and it was grilled chicken. It's like worst case is you're a little bit off your protein. It's probably, I mean, the average serving of chicken at a restaurant is four ounces. Yeah. I mean, that's what I should have done. Mm-hmm. I knew we were going to have some donuts that night. It's our fav- one of our favorite donut spots, Jupiter Donuts. Yeah. Like, I, I think as, at this moment, it's my favorite donut. Really? Just the, yes, the what texture. What salty donuts? No, I love those Jupiter Donuts. Okay. It's my favorite. The, the, the salty donut is close. Except Mojo's Donuts, the red velvet cake one. That was good. And they're munchkins. Which one is no, the No, that's munchkin? salty donut. Where you actually fill it yourself? Yeah. That was legit. Okay. So, <laughs> I was, I hadn't ate much all day because I had a really busy Saturday, which was fine. But I knew, here, here was the mistake I made. I knew I needed to get protein in. I needed like a hundred something grams of protein. Right. So I got their double burger, but that came at the cost of just a ton of fat. Right. I would have been better off being under my protein for the day and having maybe a well, shake. Well, having a shake later that, that night because we had shakes and we had yoga. and. I'm also yeah. not going to lie. I was getting hangry. <laughs> I was getting hangry, and that burger just looked really good. Yeah. And I think like anything in life afterwards, it wasn't worth it. And then I went back, we had the donuts, I was just really full. To be honest, came home, you know, the next night, weighed in Monday, wasn't that far off. I mean, it was only one meal at the end of the day. You know, I didn't go crazy the entire day, and I hadn't ate much all day, so I knew it wasn't going to be completely detrimental. Mm -hmm. But it was easy to lose sight, and then, you know, you wake up the next day, and when you're just over your fat, to the extent I was, my body was just not feeling it. Yeah, you were off, feeling off. You know, and we were laying in bed. I had had this, what they called the Zucker Burger. I had had a huge salad because I wanted to get some greens in with chicken on that as well because I was trying to catch up with my protein. And then we had donuts. And you're laying in bed and you're just like, I need to not eat tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. Right? And I think it's because we often fall back on our old habits. Yeah. You know, in my mind, I was like, okay, don't eat. In my mind, I was like, you know, at lunchtime, do cardio. In my mind, I was like, no carbs tomorrow. You know, and as those thoughts go through your head, you kind of X them out, like, no, 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 hit your number. Yeah. And that's what I did. Came home the next day, you know, worked all day, drove home, hit my numbers, and right back at it. Yeah. The point is, we all make mistakes. It's a part of life. It's what you learn and and take from those mistakes and and how you improve and, and put strategies in place so that you don't necessarily make that mistake again and I mean most mistakes probably will happen again but in hindsight you you know what the problem was you waited too long to eat you were a little bit hangry and you probably should have just thought more ahead oh I've got four donuts waiting for me at the hotel I can have protein some Sorry, other way you had four. Okay, I had four that's right um you know and and that's actually I think something I would recommend and I used to have a big problem with this works for me it might not work for everyone out there but I used to go out to restaurants starving like I would wait all day to eat 
my face off, basically. I would want to go to the restaurant and stuff my face, like, you know, saving my calories. That would just cause me to make terrible decisions and not hit my numbers correctly. You know, I mean, this is before I was really tracking, but, you know, I would, I would end up having crazy desserts and a ton of fat and whatnot. As opposed to now, I actually try to make sure that I have eaten something within two to three hours before I go out to eat now so that I don't make crazy decisions based on this insane appetite that I have when I'm at the restaurant. I think that's valid, and I think that was, to me, a really eye-opening experience. Like, I kind of looked at the menu and threw my hands up. And it was like, overwhelming yeah, menu. It was an yeah. overwhelming menu with... And it was like pub food. Yeah, everything sounded fabulous because it was designed to be that way. But it was right? also like, super, everything was super high in fat. Yeah. There was nothing so that was like, this is a, a quote-unquote healthier choice. No. And, you, you know, in retrospect, I should have taken a moment and done what you did. Just, you know, get me a salad, get me some chicken, you know, maybe some, you know, something else on the side. Yeah. But not... Because also I was so hungry that I couldn't even eat that much. Right. I took the burger home and ate it the next day. Right. Which was cool. I got to weigh and measure when I got, you know, the next day at the at the gym. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that was a big lesson learned. I think, you know, take a deep breath. Take your time. Find something. Understand you can eat more later. You know, and with that being said, if you're out at a really great spot that you want to enjoy, enjoy it. Yeah. It didn't set me back that much, if anything. No. One day. And what is one day? Like one day out of your whole week, exactly. You were a bit over, and then you know, no big deal. three days later is date night, and I had another burger. Yeah, last you know, night at a restaurant that you can try. Yeah, which was great. Um, we were a little Ted's, Ted's Montana, Montana Grill. Grill. We met my parents. Yeah, we you know I had a blunder, and. I, for some reason, had in my mind we were going to Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, so this is funny. I spent, you know, I was... I did as well. I started, both of us spent a couple of minutes in the morning... Plugging in what we were going to order. Looking up the menu and figuring out what we wanted to I eat. I was so excited about those rolls. And, uh, and then we're in the car on the way to the restaurant, and Jay says, Where are we going again? And then well, you up on the... On the phone with your dad and he starts saying no Montana something I was I knew I read Montana something somewhere so anyway we had to completely change what we put in well our diaries the, the funny part was we get to the restaurant we pull out the menu we're sitting down with my parents and there's like no service yeah so we take the menus we go outside <laughs> but you know we found something that fit I got the kitchen sink burger you got the New Mexico burger yeah and what was really cool was like I had planned to have this salmon fillet dinner at this other restaurant, right? That came with veggies and corn and, like, you think about it, and it sounds super healthy, right? I then changed track and had a bison burger with fries. And I, I'm not lying, like, they were pretty much identical, my meals, my macros. Yeah. So, you know. The perfect this example. goes to show, like, you can look at one thing and say, oh, that's healthy, and look at another and say, that's not healthy, but they're the equivalent in macros, and I was getting the carbohydrates I needed after a brutal workout <laughs> yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm um, getting a really good source of lean protein from a bison burger that was delicious, and it really satisfied me having that kind of food last night. Like I really felt like I needed And I think a, bigger, a big takeaway from both of these is 
track your food. Because I think that's where I went wrong. I ordered this Zuckerberg. I could have looked at it a little better and tracked it. And then last night I did track it. But it's like, track your food and you're more likely to stay on path. Definitely. You know, even if, I, you know, if you're off by 20 grams of carbs, who cares? It's better than what I do. It's like, if I don't track, it's like a free-for-all in the house. <laughs> There's just chocolate wrappers everywhere. <laughs> I make more pizza and burritos because I'm like, I'm off. Like, who cares? Yeah, and you have no idea. You're not quantifying. You don't no. know how far you're off. And in reality, you may only have been 15 grams off, but you then go so crazy off track that you wind up being 80 grams off. Exactly. So have we just sat down and tracked, mm -hmm. or had I, I should say, just sat down and tracked, it would have been a whole lot more, I want to say beneficial, but better for my body. Yeah. And lesson learned. And I hope we're extending that out to these people. Something that I didn't want to forget to talk about is that rest day post that I put up. Oh, yeah. Did you have some feedback from that? Well, I just, you know, I, I, I think I was talking to, you know, we get a lot of phone calls every day. Mm -hmm. And a, a week or two ago, I had a phone call with a guy named Kip, and he's getting ready. He's actually trying to make it to the master's qualifier. Cool. And we were just talking on our on our chat about how he's hungry on rest days, and it got me to thinking that oftentimes I am. I'm hungry on my rest days. Yeah. And I, I just posted out to the tribe. So if you haven't responded yet, be sure to be sure to. Um, oh, we'll talk about that as well, real quick. Mm -hmm. But you know, be sure to to comment on that thread, but I think it's a couple things. I think like you said earlier, I woke up this morning, I was starving. Luckily I have a beautiful fiance that made me Cody a cake, waffles and eggs. But you, like you said, you took a rest day yesterday, I mean active rest, I went for a swim, I did some uh, Ramwad, but you know, I slept in a little bit today and all of a sudden my body kicked in. Yeah. And I think that's important. I think, you know, we, we overlook the importance of rest and recovery. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons we're hungry on rest days. I think it's just, you know, my answers would be something like most of us take rest days after three to four hard days of training. So your body's catching up. think it's more time to be hungry. Yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're not, sat around a bit more maybe. Right, like for most of us, we work out an hour to two a day. That's two extra hours to be like, I should be eating. Yeah, and, then, and I definitely, I mean, your body is your blood is going to all your muscles during your workout, so you, you, it's being drawn away from your stomach, so you're naturally not going to feel hungry when you're right. working out. Well, and that's the other aspect to it. You, you know, when we do work out, I think it kind of subdues our appetite a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And in addition, if you're like me, and you, to some extent, you don't like to work out too much around your workouts, mm. so it's like all of those things, like, well, I'm going to work out so I shouldn't eat as much. Right. And then, okay, now I worked out and I'm not as hungry. Mm. You know, now it's two hours later. So all of those things kind of play a role in it. Yeah, definitely. You know, so that's, I want to I want to kind of figure out more about that. And it leads into, you know, Ruth commented on the, the, the thread I, in the tribe where I had said, do you have any questions? She wanted to know about carb cycling. She says, so this is from Ruth Gilbert Crane. What's up, Ruth? Can you talk about carb cycling, what it is, how to do it, when to do it, why you would want to do it, winky face, etc. <laughs> Heard people talk about it lately and I don't know how, I don't know much about it. It's funny, I, Thanks. I was at um, CrossFit Manta Ray on the weekend chatting with uh, a couple of their members 
uh, on the Sunday because they'd had a nutrition seminar the day before, and one of their members was talking about carb cycling, and he's like, yeah, I kind of do a mix of ketosis and carb cycling. Right, right, right. like that's and not I'm like, possible. Well, <laughs> you're either doing one or the other, or you're, you know, you're trying to do the both fat pass. <laughs> exactly. But, um, yeah, why don't you jump in and... Well, I'm trying to think where to start. So basically to define a carb cycling is just this method of exactly what it sounds like. Cycling the amount of carbohydrates you're taking in on a daily basis. I've seen it with two sets of numbers. So basically have a high carb, low carb day. I've seen it with as many as four sets of numbers, like low, moderate, high, extra high. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's, there's talks about, well, when you manipulate the amount of carbohydrates you take, you're adjusting, you know, your insulin and your sensitivity and all that stuff. And I think there is a point and a purpose to it and it can work for some people. I think I wouldn't even touch it unless you've been flexible eating for probably three to six months and have had success. Mm-hmm. Because it Sorry. it makes it way more confusing and challenging. I mean, think about it. I have a set of numbers when I do this. Now I have three, four, five sets of numbers. Mm-hmm. What day is it? Well, what do I have to hit today? It, it, you know, you have to plan for that. Yeah. Well, it's a low-carb day. Well... I better know what foods I have in my refrigerator and where I'm going tonight because yeah. I'm only having 24 grams of carbs. You were talking to someone just the other day who was doing something like that. Right. We had one of our phone calls and she was a, you know, she was carb cycling and her low carb day was 24 grams of carbs. I would, I mean, you would not want to be around me on that day. Right. Because the, the problem with that is you're not getting those calories from protein or fat. Right, you're just... You're just not eating as much. Right. And, you know, I see it oftentimes, you know, this is my big, you know, my mixed feelings towards it is, you have a low-carb day typically in conjunction with a rest day. Right. So say you only have 24 grams of carbs today, we're resting. Tomorrow is your high-carb, high-volume day. Well, guess what? Your body's going to be tired because (laughs) you only gave it 24... Like, it doesn't matter that you're feeding it today... Because yesterday you didn't. Exactly. So, well, what are you going to use for energy? Mm-hmm. You know, in addition, I see a lot of these carb cycling protocols have high protein, and I think it's, like, unnecessary. I think it's most people don't enjoy eating protein as much, and for most people it just wears their body down trying to digest that. I mean, she was eating, like, 163 grams of protein with a goal weight of, like, 130. It's right. like that's way more than you need. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think if you're going to carb cycle, we have our kind of protocols that I like to use, and they're definitely not as low, and they're definitely not as varied, you know, and, and you, can, you know, we talk about it a little bit in our advanced video, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm, I'm working on putting together either a new video or, or a package related to it, because a lot of people want to know about it, but um, I think for most, it's not necessary. It seems to me that it just complicates something when really what we're trying to do is is make flexible eating and, and just your diet something that's sustainable for you and, and fits your lifestyle. So depending on what your goals are and what kind of an athlete you are, you know, it may be something that, that works for you. But I think if you're just 
your everyday person looking to meet your weight loss or, or particular weight goals, it's not really something that you necessarily need because, correct me if I'm wrong, the carb cycling seems to be something that you may or someone might suggest if you're plateaued, whereas we actually have our protocol for, for dealing with plateaus and you know, reverse dieting being one of them. Absolutely. I think it's, it is a means to bust through a plateau, as is ours, which is reverse dieting. And, and I think you can do both. I don't think they're kind of, they're not exclusive of one another. Mm-hmm. But I think the bigger picture is also, you know, this woman I was talking to, I was like, what are your goals? And she said, well, you know, I just want to lose some weight. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to enjoy eating. And I said, well, is this helping you enjoy eating? She said, no, I'm miserable two days a week. Mm-hmm. So really, is that important to you enough that you want to do that mm-hmm. like to me it's not I want to look better naked I want to feel good when I work out I want to have energy it's set I don't want to enjoy food carb cycling does not allow me to do that mm-hmm. it, it adds an extra stress to my day it makes me would be make me miserable on those low carb days <laughs> you know so it's, it's not worth it I think we get so wrapped around especially those that are in the CrossFit community chasing you know, this extreme level of fitness that is, for most of us, unattainable, mm-hmm. but in addition, not necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, just like we had been talking about with training. You don't need to spend three hours at the gym. You need to hit a workout every day. Hit it hard. With as much intensity and vigor and enthusiasm as you can and get the F out of it. <laughs> like, really, like, what's the point outside of that? Yeah. If you're spending hours, you're just... You you need to get a better uh, or another hobby. <laughs> read it, open a book. Read a book. Start journaling. Start <laughs> scrap, scrapbooking. Hey, did you started journaling this week? How's I that did. Going, Where's my babe? passion planner? It's great. So, well, I need to be a little better, but it start what I I haven't journaled. So the passion planner is more about planning, okay. but I will journal a little bit. Okay. You stop distracting every time I sit down with it. You start asking me questions. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap up this. This might be our longest one ever. I know. Let's. Uh, what do we got coming up next week, or even tomorrow? We've got some something exciting. Tomorrow happening. we are doing a uh, Instagram takeover for Chike. Yeah. A great protein company that we enjoy. It has they have meal replacements. They have protein that's infused with caffeine. So if you want a little kick, I love it on the yeah, weekends. Yeah, I know when you I, like those ones. I take it almost every weekend when I know it's going to be a little struggle to get my protein in like midday, mm-hmm. post-workout when I want a little boost to go into the second half of the day. One of my clients actually, we, we figured it out in her meal plan because she doesn't always enjoy having um, breakfast, but she likes those trike with the caffeine in it So we and it's like mocha flavored. So I have her like blending it with ice to make it kind of like a smoothie, but it's super simple for her to drink, and she loves it. So awesome. So like go-to breakfast now every morning. So check out their Instagram. I believe it's I like Chike, mm-hmm. and you should see some recognizable faces. That's us. Yeah. You tomorrow. Know, on our way to Tam Miami. Um, have you checked? Is our new package up on the site? Ooh, let me have a little. Let's look. go look. Um, so we, you know. New products, they just keep coming. Yeah, we're releasing new stuff all the time. I don't know if it's out yet, but if it's not out just yet, you know, Roz released her, her workout guide. And in addition to that workout guide, yeah, we have, it's not out just yet, but it'll be out probably this week. 
the bride-to-be bundle. Yeah. So we have a new bundle. If you're getting married, your friend's getting married, you know someone's getting married, check it out. Yeah, we're going to have a package for brides-to-be because we're special. <laughs> you are special. You are special. It's a special time in your life, and you want to look and feel your best, and we've put something together to, to help you feel that way on your big day because I know how important it is. We do. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, come Monday, we have a new package. You know, we have our premium coaching package, which is three months. We're offering an all-new package, a one-month package. So we're going to be offering a new one-month coaching package for those of you that have expressed interest. It's a great opportunity to fine-tune your macros, to reverse diet, to talk to me about carb cycling, any of those things. It's You know, I think it's going to be really great for especially the newer flexible eaters, Yeah, you know, to really just get a good understanding. All of our packages help, but this gives you that weekly phone call with one of us to, Absolutely. to some, really dial it in. Some real accountability and, and someone to just hash things out with and make sure you're staying on track and, and that your mindset is straight and all that. So, yeah. Lastly, mm-hmm. the following week, I know we're throwing a lot of products out at you, but it's finally time. Oh my gosh. The book. The book is coming. <laughs> Every time we sit down, my parents are like, where's the book? Like, it's like, because it's like, it doesn't matter what you've done. If it's not a book, they're like, it's like, they can't wait to tell their friend, hey, my son and he's his a, wife an is author. an author. Right. So like, forget about these videos we spent hours creating, but here's a, here's a book. Um, so anyway, in the following week, we'd have a pre-order for it. Yes. Because it's done, it's edited, it's ready to get printed, we're doing the pre-order. Very exciting. We've, I've put the cover out there a couple times, but um, the, the Own Your Eating book is official. So, yeah, watch the space, keep checking our website for our new products, and keep following us on social media, that's where we'll put all the exciting news about what we're up to. That's and where everything happens. What's coming soon. Yeah, check us out on Instagram on your Watch eating. Watch our hilarious stories. Keep on top of Jason's wardrobe malfunctions. <laughs> it was not a malfunction. That match. Last night's outfit was blue shorts, special. and there was blue writing. It was special, babe. Well, whatever. Check Bye. us out. Love you. Instagram on your eating. Facebook, you can check out our page on your eating with Jason and Roz. I think you have a Pinterest. We have a YouTube. We've We're got everywhere. A, we've got a Tinder account. World domination. Here we come. So <laughs> check us out. Find us, like us, share us, all that good stuff. We love you guys. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If we don't see you in Tamiami, yeah. we will see you at a town near you. We'll be all over the country. The Happier Camper is on its way. Yeah. Uh, the dogs are ready to go for a tour, and we're going to have <laughs> a great time. So that's it. That, that is that is it. Just a short forty-seven minute podcast. That's it. Just a short. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed. Have a great weekend. Take care.